Welcome back, everyone, to week five of our PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Asias here with my sports editor, Brian Linder. We're halfway through the season of for high school football here. Brian, how are you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. Crazy to say that time has flown by, right? I mean, we're already we're recording this podcast at the midway point. Um, and, and before you know it, you know, high school football season will be over. Um, and so I think, Nebby, this week you and I talked and one of the things we wanted to do, right, is really we, we, we've had some really good interviews, I think, across the first half, right? We talked to Bo Prabula, um, We talked to Ken Talley out at Northeast. We talked to Lamont Payne Jr. And now we're just we're going to talk about some of the guys, you know, here at the midway point of the season. Right, Nebby? These are guys that, you know, if you haven't got a chance to get out and see these guys and you want to see some some players this season, you know, some some special guys. These are the guys that you're going to want to look up their their team schedules, circle them on the calendar and get out and see them. Right. Yeah. So these can't miss prospects in Pennsylvania. That's a good to know. Yeah, let's dig into it. So first up, we have Enai White. He attends Emotep Institute. He's a class of 2022 DN. He stands at 6'5", 230 pounds. He's a four-star recruit, according to 24-7 Sports. Has offers from almost every powerhouse school in the country. I'm talking about Penn State, Alabama, Ohio State. So, Brian, give us this kid's profile and let the people know who he is. So, you know, Enai's a guy, we did a story probably about a year and a half, two years ago. The MOTEP coaches, we have a pretty good relationship. They kept telling me, hey, this guy's coming, this guy's coming. Watch this film. So watching the film, and you, like you say, you see a six foot five, you know, 230-pound kid who can play receiver if he wants to. You know, he can play anywhere on the field. But he's got great length and really elite, that elite athleticism. And, and you look at him, you say, man, this he's got all the tools to be a really elite pass rusher, right? And so you you he's our, he's long been our number one ranked player, you know, Penn Lai's number one ranked player for the class of 2022 in Pennsylvania. I mean, he's really special. He's going to be an elite athlete, you know, but if you get, if you want to go see him, you're going to see a lot more than him when you go watch Emotep play, you know. Um, right. They also have Nebby, our top ranked 2023 guy, uh, Ramirez Stewart at safety. He's about a six foot two, 200 pound kid. Mm-hmm. Very rangy on the back end, makes some incredible plays. You know, you're talking about kids almost probably the size for a lot of teams, linebackers mm-hmm. who can run and cover. And, and one of the things I said about Ramirez, Nebby, is that, you know, Emotep's really turned out maybe across the past two or three years, some of the best defensive backs in the state. Right. You're talking about St. McLeod's and the Javon McIntyre's, Taki Smith's now at Georgia. Uh, Taki was there a little bit before Ramirez, but, you know, um, they had all these guys and Division One guys and college guys in the secondary. And as a freshman, they had to find a way to get Ramirez out there. Mm-hmm. So they moved some guys around, and this, this guy played as, as a freshman. <laughs> and he's not the only one. And we got a bunch of guys, right, on Emotep. Yeah. Let's talk uh, about them real quick. Let's, let's go a little yeah. deeper on Emotep real yeah, quick. Yeah, I mean, Emotep is just a powerhouse school here in Pennsylvania. They got a lot of the top athletes coming out of Philadelphia. I mean, even with Enoch, he doesn't just play football. He plays basketball as well. You know, he's quick. He turns his feet. He's good on his hips. Uh, Ramirez, like you said, he's a safety, you know, uh, can easily, you know, he's very aggressive, excellent ball skills. Um, but next up, you know, I have Keon Wiley here, you know, class of 2022. Our, our what, week two uh, guest, Ken Talley, spoke very highly of him, talking about him being, you know, one of the top talents coming out of Philadelphia. Three-star recruit. He's like, what, 6'2", 210 pounds. Playing uh, DN, he also plays linebacker, and I think he's a little underrated too. Navy, um, you know his his size. I mean, a little underrated as a three star, yeah. um, because we've talked about this before. The guy has an elite first step, and right. for people who don't know that first step um, for pass rushers, it can it can be everything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and 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 he just gets off the ball so quickly and is in the backfield. Um, but he affects the offense on almost every play. You have to account for that guy. Yeah. Um, 
And he's not the only one. You know, you look in the secondary, they got another guy named Jameer Reyes, yeah. who's an army army commit. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he's a really excellent player. You know, if, if he sticks with Army, yeah, you're yeah. getting a great, great player there. Up front on the line, maybe Amir Stanett, uh, Rutgers commit, big kid. You know, Kaleem Crosswell is a kid, maybe who they have, who I think has been playing well for them on offensive line, who I don't think has a lot of offers. He's a guy yeah. to watch out for, I think. Right. He's very underrated. He doesn't have a lot of offers, but he's very – I feel like he's a glue guy on their team. You know, he holds it down on the O-line. But even Kenneth Wosley and Jasir Whittington, you know, these young guys, sophomores coming up for Emotep. I mean, Jasir has already scooped up five offers as a sophomore from Penn State, Boston College, Ole Miss, Pitt. Kenneth as well has acquired four from Boston, Pitt, Penn State, West Virginia. So, I mean, these guys just have a, a whole bunch of talent. They're, they're, they're something to, they're, not, they're a force to be reckoned with. You know, there's something to look forward to for years to come because they got these young guys coming up in the program, just studs. Jasir's a guy, too. You mentioned Jasir Whittington, and he's a kid that's very interesting to me because if you look at his film from last year, they had him playing like inside linebacker. Mm-hmm. And so before he ever really moved down to defensive line, we we ranked him as a defensive lineman. He messaged me, he's like, hey, I play linebacker. I was like, you know, you're 235 pounds out there. I said, you know, when you get in a college weight program and all, yeah. you're going to be 280, 285, 300 pounds. Because he's thick body like that. But it, but at the same time, he runs well enough that he could be a linebacker. So I mean, that's what appeal goes with there. And and, and really, there's there's a handful of other guys on Emotep too. You can mention, mm. you know, Terrence Adams, uh, uh, guys like that who are are excellent ball players. You know, if you want to see a bunch of guys who are going to probably end up playing at the college level somewhere, Emotep's definitely one where I would circle. Oh, you know, on my on my uh, calendar. Yeah. Who else we got, Nabby? Who else we want to? Who else we want to talk to? With with Emotep, I feel like they're one of the top schools in the state, if not on the East Coast. You know, they just bring that force every single year. Um, but I want to dive into Nick Singleton next. I feel like that's the man of the hour. That's he, the tough around town. Nick, Nick Singleton's one of the best shows right now, Pennsylvania high school football. And you know, we've talked about him a lot, but you can't talk about him enough. And mm-hmm. and I said it. I think on every we. This is what our fourth podcast, fifth podcast, fifth, fifth podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we just said it, you know, fifth podcast. But anyway, you know, we mentioned him on almost every podcast. And one of the things I always say is that one of his ex-trainers told me, you know, he compared him to Rashawn Salam, yeah. who won a Heisman Trophy with Colorado. And he is kind of a thick body running back like Rashawn Salam. I've kind of compared him to Adrian Peterson a little bit, too, yeah. because of the explosiveness. And so he's a guy, you know, they're just there are a handful of guys who play on Friday nights who you want to go pay six dollars or whatever it is, or $7 at the gate to see, because the next time you get a chance to see them, it might be cost you hundreds of dollars. To yeah. See, right? You know, college you know, pros. Yeah. And, and, and he's a guy that has that kind of upside. And, yeah, for sure. You know, it, if, so I would circle Governor Mifflin on the calendar, get out and see Nick Singleton. And if you get out and see him, yeah. you're going to get to see Eden Johnson, their quarterback too, who I think is right. a little bit of an underrated guy. He's a college level player at some level. Right. Um, he's playing quarterback for him, but he's a, he's going to probably be a safety in the next yeah. level. Before we transition um, to Eden Johnson, I just yeah. want to let those people out there know, if you don't know, Nick Singleton is a force for Governor Mifflin. You know, strong, <laughs> yeah. back, solid, six foot two ten, four-star athlete on 24-7 sports, committed to Penn State on July 6th. I mean, he's a multi-athlete. He even does track and field, ran a 10-8-9 in the 100 meters, 22 seconds in the, in the 200 meters as a junior. I mean, recorded the school record for like a long jump. <laughs> We, we can't say enough about him. He yeah. He's a freak athlete, right? I mean, yeah. and when you watch the film, it pops. You know, Nebby, you and I have talked about this a lot. Is 
I've always said the cheat sheet, right? For you don't necessarily have to know all the X's and O's and you don't have to be the biggest expert on football. But I always say the cheat sheet for knowing when you're looking at a special talent is when you go and you look and you turn on the film and a guy just looks different than everybody else, right? Yeah. And and he just looks different than everybody else with a ball in his hand. And um, as, as much as I hate to say it, I mean, you know, prime example against my team, the Harrisburg Cougars, you know, on the halfback option play. I mean, he made everyone look like the peewees, you know, and those are some fast mm-hmm. kids on that team. But moving on to Eden Johnson, again, his teammate, Governor Mifflin High School, you briefly spoke about him. That kid plays multiple positions. He can run the ball. He receives it deep on the kick return. He even threw a couple touchdown passes so far this season that I've seen in his um, halfway through the season highlights on huddle. So how do you feel about Eden? He's going to be a safety in college, I think. And, and again, I think he's a little bit of an underrated kid there, you know, and then they got another guy. Aiden Martin. Aiden he's Martin. a fast riser. Yeah. And I think he's going to be a safety as well at the next okay. level. But he's yeah. starting to get some college attention too. So right. if you go out to see Governor Mifflin, you're going to get some bang for your buck outside of seeing maybe the best running back in the country. Right. You're going to get to see a couple other guys who, who I think will be doing it on Saturdays too. Yeah, I've seen Aiden has an offer from Temple, and I think Penn State is interested as well. I think he has a, a, a visit coming up very soon. But, again, Governor Mifflin, one of those schools on the radar, mainly because of Nick Singleton. But, again, they have all-around dogs around uh, Nick. But let's talk about Abdul Carter next. You know, a lot of people don't talk about LaSalle College High School. How you feel about him? Uh, they should be talking about LaSalle. And I think, you know, as we record this, if I'm correct, I believe LaSalle has a huge game this weekend against St. Joe's Prep, which is yeah. like, you know, going to be fascinating to We're watch. We're going to get but... into them next, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Abdul Carter is a kid that we had very high for a long time. Because when you turn on the film, again, you saw a kid who, you know, was like a freshman or a sophomore at 6'2", mm-hmm. and like 235 is like a freshman. Yeah. Who could run and hit like a ton of bricks. But he could really, really, he was really athletic at that size. Yeah. Um, I think teams now are looking for these athletic linebackers, guys who can do a little bit of everything. We mm-hmm. had uh, our guy D. Brown from 210 Speed Agility on Pittsburgh who talked about that. Teams are looking for these guys. You know, they're not necessarily looking for just a downhill thumper anymore. A guy that's going to come up and play the run. They're looking for a guy who can do it all. Yeah. And Abdul Carter is just a giant. And, I mean, he, he's so big. Yeah. He may end up on the defensive line, but I think he's I think he's a linebacker and he could run and he can hit and he's a special guy. He's a Penn State commit. Yep. You know, yep. I don't I don't know what you thought about him, Nevy, but that kid's special, man. No, I, I feel the same way. He's a juggernaut on the field. I mean, at what, 17, 18 years old, he's already my size. I'm 6'4", 235, you know, but he committed to playing at Penn State on July 31st, had offers from Pitt, Maryland, Ole Miss, Michigan, you know, all those schools. But, you know, a lot of people describe him as carrying 235 pounds, like it's 220. That's how mobile he is. He possesses athleticism, can cover the field. He matches up well with all running backs with tight ends and the pass coverage. Overall, just, you know, a talent to watch. Somebody you definitely get your money's worth. He's a four-star recruit. Um, His teammate, Samuel Brown, is like that as well. A running back, four-star recruit, 6'1", 195. How you feel about him? So he's a guy, when we did, you know, when we, we've done our rankings and I watch him, you know, I've compared him a little bit to Matt Forte, who went to Lane and played with the Bears, among mm-hmm. other teams, uh, in the NFL. Um because he's kind of a taller back, um, but he has a good burst. He has good versatility. He can catch the football. He actually started out, I believe, in high school as a receiver and even played some linebacker. He did. So, so I, you know, I like him. I think he's a great get. He's a Rutgers commit, like you said. Yeah. He's a great get, I think, for them. And like I said, my, my comparison to him, and again, I, I hesitate comparing guys to professional NFL guys a little bit, but 
you kind of look and say, all right, well, who does this kid kind of look like? And, mm-hmm. and I think Game he's favorite. a little bit of a Matt Forte. Yeah, Matt Forte. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. Like I told you, you know, we talked about them having St. Joe's prep up next, and we're going to dive into St. Joe's prep. We up first, we have Keenan right. Nelson Jr., class of 2022, safety. You know, he's going to drop one more name on you know, before we, we change the page here to St. Joe's right, let's prep. Let's do it. Let's do it. There's a, there's a, there's a handful of guys on that, on that LaSalle college team. Yeah. But one guy, too, I think, I think people should look out for kind of came off the radar is a kid named Daryl. And I hope I'm going to pronounce his last name right. Daryl Dingohe. Okay. He's a defensive tackle. He's 6'3", 260, Nebby. You know, when they play Bishop McDevitt, he ate their offensive lineup. And I know he's he's been impressive. He's a junior. So remember that name, Daryl Dingohe. We'll see how he can, you know, if he continues to rise. Because he's, he's a guy who really made an impression on me when I went back and looked at the film of that Bishop McDevitt game. St. Joe's Prep. <laughs> St. Joe's Prep. Again, back at it with Keenan Nelson Jr. Class of 2022 safety, 6'1", 200 pounds, four-star recruit. Um, and he committed to playing out South Carolina on July 20th. You know, had offers from Penn State, Arizona State. Tell him a bit about Keenan. What's his profile like? So St. Joe's Press, probably one of the better programs in the country, not just Pennsylvania, in the country. Mm-hmm. And Keenan is a kid who's been producing for him since he was a freshman. Mm-hmm. I think if there's a question about Keenan Nelson, it's probably where is he going to end up? Because like you say, mm-hmm. six one, two hundred pounds. Yeah. Um, he's played corner. You can cover as a corner. Dominant um, too. I think I think he's a safety. But even, you know, when I talked to him, Ed O'Brien had his, his all-state prep camps. And right before the pandemic, I was I went out to, to the one in Palmyra's excellent camp out there. Shout out to Ed. He does a great job, too, covering preps and, and working with preps. But um, I talked to Keenan Nelson, and he told me he even viewed himself maybe as potentially a nickel linebacker at the next mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could see that, too. I could see that, too, because, again, you're getting into a guy who I think is going to get a little bit bigger. Uh, you know, sure. everybody, all these kids, when they go off to a college weight room, Mm-hmm. Heavy and come back a year later, they just look different. Yeah. You know, they, they, they eat weight, they eat steaks, they don't eat weights, they eat steaks yeah. and lift weights. The, they get with those real weightlifting programs and, and their body just changes. Yeah, I feel um, he has the ability to be a dominant cornerback. Uh, yeah, I can see him playing linebacker as well. The kid has loose hips and changes directions. Uh, He's, you know, excellent uh, yeah. technique from what I saw in his film. And, you know, he, he doesn't shy away from elite competition. I feel like he thrives on the big stage. And I feel like he he's a great tackler and good spacing. So, like his biggest question maybe his one of his biggest assets too. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, his biggest question where will he end up? But his biggest assets probably his versatility. Yeah. He can cover like a corner. He can play like, like a linebacker. Play safety, and he and he might could even he might even end up moving into box some. I think before it's all said and done, and playing that nickel linebacker bandit type guy too. Yeah. So, but those guys are loaded, right? So we we got a bunch of other guys real quick to talk about St. Joseph Preps. This is another team, and I think everybody around the state knows just what they got at St. Joe's, and they got some special guys. So, who else we got on this list here? Let's let's talk about James Hurd, somebody who transferred in. I think he transferred in in what 2021 last year. Yeah, Um, he transferred in for this this season. Okay. um, Wow. Right. You watch the film. He's a difference maker off the edge. He's another one of those fast, quick twitch. Mm-hmm. edge guys who's built right now. I think he's going to be an outside linebacker. Right. That's what I have. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, again, he's still a young guy. I think he's what a 20, 23 mm-hmm. kid. Um, doing you know, it. yeah. And so, you know, he's going to, he's going to, um, he's going to add some size. So, you know, he could, he could end up being a defensive end before it's all said and done, but he's going to be on the edge and the kid, you turn on the film, Nebby, he flies off the edge. 
and he's just creates havoc in the backfield. And those guys, teams are dying to get him. So if you want to see guys come get the quarterback, James Hurd Jr. is, is going to be a special one. Yeah, I mean, he, he's not a four-star recruit for no reason. You know, he makes 6'2", 210 look like, you know, he's at 170. He's very versatile, agile, quick. Um, he even started at the end as a freshman at the school. He transferred from, I believe, what, New Jersey? Voorhees, yep, New Jersey. But yeah, that's that's another guy to definitely watch out for. And these, you know, this team also has a lot of young guys who have a lot of talent. You know, let's transition into David Washington, um, a receiver at 5'10, 180 pounds, racking up nine offers already as a sophomore, you know, which include Penn State, Temple, Maryland, Pitt, Rutgers, Clemson, you name it. So What's his profile like? What do you feel about him? So St. Joe's has probably produced some of the better wide receivers in Pennsylvania the last couple of years. You know, Marvin Harrison Jr.'s of the world, Malik Cooper's, Samir Hagan's. And now here comes David Washington. And David Washington is a kid who, again, I, I'll give him another shout out to Ed O'Brien. I wasn't even at the camp he was at, at Allstate Preps, but Ed puts out a good amount of film from that. And, you know, I was watching the film and you hesitate sometimes to, to rank kids based off of what they do without pads on. Right. But the things I saw with David that were special was his ability to change direction, his route running. Um, he's very precise. He has good feet right. um, and good speed. And when you combine that good feet and good speed, the route running, it, it, it makes him, him a tough cover. Yeah. And, and then, you know, he's just an excellent athlete. And I think he's producing pretty well already. He's a guy who I think, you know, I think we have him ranked pretty highly in that 24 class already for Pennsylvania. And he could be yeah. a guy that, by the time it's done, could be at the top of the you know top of the list easily. Yeah, his football IQ is beyond the charts. He's ahead of his time when it comes to that. I feel like his his teammate and his classmate Emilio Agard is the same way. You know, he's another four star recruit at corner, class of twenty four sophomore. He has fourteen offers. You know, from many top programs, including LSU, Ohio State, and Texas A and M. So. Talk to us about him. I mean, that kid. He's he's special. Um, he's uh, you know, you rarely you, when you can get a corner who can be a shutdown, lockdown, Revis Island. You yeah. don't want to compare him to Darrell Revis because he's not as big. <laughs> it's as hard not to. Darrell Revis. Yeah. But, he, but he's not as big in the physical as him. But in the sense that you could put him over on on, on a team's top receiver and lockdown. You know, he's gonna he's gonna be with him. He's sticky. Mm-hmm. I call it sticky. You know, he's sticky in coverage. Um, yeah. It's hard to shake. Um, so he can man up on guys, and 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 that's just the week. And you know, when I watched this film, I, I had a lot of fun watching him, and I think some summer stuff. Um, I got it. You know, we really didn't have on this list, but I want to mention too, um, a Roman Catholic receiver, Tassir Denmark. Mm. Uh, he's our top guy in the, in, in the twenty four class. Um, really explosive guy. Him and Emilio, I think, went at it a good bit. If I recall correctly, I was watching their film of them going at it pretty good, some seven on seven stuff. Um, but yeah, another special guy. And St. Joe's Prep's got a whole boatload of them, just sort of like M.O. Tuck. Definitely. And what I want to say on Emilio is it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. He's exemplary of that. Uh, next up, I'm excited about this kid, Josiah Trotter. I mean, class of 23 linebacker. He comes from a family of athletes. I mean, his dad played in the NFL, 1999 NFL draft pick in the third round. Uh, Eagles Hall of Fame member, his brother. Uh, as a 2021 Clemson signee. I mean, he's a four-star recruit with offers from Penn State, Ohio State, Maryland. How do you feel about him? So, yeah, Jeremiah Trotter's his dad who played for the Eagles. Um, and, uh, you know, Josiah, is his brother Jeremiah, like I said, is at Clemson too, Jeremiah Jr. And Josiah's a lot like them. You know, he comes downhill. Um, you know, he's going to hit you. He's built thick, strong, just a great linebacker prospect. And and, and the Trotters, man, they got some special guys. You know, that Trotter... Lenny is Jeremiah's 
got got some good ball players as sons and, and and again just another loaded roster for St. Joe's Preps this year. We talk about St. Joe's Prep being a powerhouse school, but that Trotter family is probably a powerhouse family. <laughs> yeah. Any other St. Joe's Prep kids you want to talk about before we transition off? Oh man, we could talk about them all day. They got guys, you know, all over the place. They got um, you know, Brad Harris Jr. is one of the better, more consistent mm-hmm. offensive linemen in the state. He's not committed, he's a senior. Um, but you know, he's, he's, uh, he's got some decent offers and he's a guy that's, again, like I said, he's been one of the more consistent offensive linemen in the state. Um, they got some guys, so yeah. you'll, you'll definitely want to check them out. For sure. I want to go into Archbishop Wood next. Let's talk about Wood. Yeah. The Wood. Let's talk about mm-hmm. Samaj Bridgman, class of 23 linebacker, four-star recruit, 6'2", 220 pounds, offers from Penn State, LSU, Iowa State. Even played on the edge as a sophomore. How do you feel about him? So he's a guy who came over uh, when Bishop McDevitt, uh, the other Bishop McDevitt, not the Harrisburg Bishop McDevitt, mm-hmm. uh, closed down. Mm-hmm. Um, Wood picked up a couple of their guys, you know, um, and Eric Gardner Jr. is another guy, a mm-hmm. defensive end they have, who they got from Bishop McDevitt, who's got a bunch of offers too. And, and he's, he's you know, kind of a squatty guy out there on the edge. Um but Samaj, man, he's another guy, sort of Abdul Carterish, right? You look right. at him, he's big. He's a big right. body. He hits like, you know, he just knocks guys around. He runs so well. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's you know, moving. Yeah, and I remember when I was talking to uh, – we did a feature on him, you know, a couple of years ago. And Bishop McDevitt's coaches um, were like, you know, when he was a freshman, college coaches were coming in and they thought he was a senior, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because freshmen just aren't built like that. Right. Um, so he he's a definitely a guy um, that you'll want to check. And the Eric Gardner kid on that team, uh, you know, they got some guys. Johnny Pergini, and, and I know you probably want to say a few things about Samaj and what you've seen in him. Mm-hmm. I want to mention Johnny Pergini, too. Look, that's a guy. That's a kid, Nebby. 5'11", 215. Probably doesn't meet the, the height and weight that a lot of bigger schools are looking for for linebackers. But, yeah, he's one of the more productive linebackers in the state. He's a tackle machine. So he's going to end up probably at, you know, some school. And he's going to do well, I think. Yeah, but he has the heart of Samaj. a Yeah. What did you see with Samaj? I mean, you you basically covered it all. I mean, the kid hits. I mean, I don't know who to compare him to. I mean, there was a there was a kid named Brock Dean when I was coming up in high school that played for Bishop McDevitt. They called him Lights Out, you know, because he played at that linebacker position and hit so hard. He played with Noah Spence when they had Jamal Poteet and all those guys back in, what was that, 2013, 2014. But, yeah, I mean, you pretty much covered every point on Samaj. I kind of want to transition into Rodney Gallagher, you know. That's probably my favorite athlete at this time in high school right now. I mean, you know, Rodney Gallagher, he plays for Lauren Highlands High School. He's a two-sport athlete in basketball and football. He can play safety, linebacker, or receiver. He's six foot, only 160. But he's a four-star recruit with offers from Penn State, Pitt, Notre Dame. He was first-team All-State in basketball as a freshman, averaging 19 points a game, five rebounds. I mean, how many kids can actually do that and be elite in two sports like that in high school, you know? See, I knew you would like Rodney because – you were a hooper. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be, you got to be impartial, man. I knew you were going to you know, but really Rodney is one of the more, you know, if you were going to, you know, write a story and say, who's the best athlete mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania, you know, he might, he's probably going to be on that list, right? The guys that you look at, you know, you you'll look at an Anthony Smith who's out in Shippensburg, who's kind of like a freak guy. Another six, seven, two, athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you know, and, and you start looking at different guys who can do different things. But Rodney's a guy, he's he's super explosive. You know, they move him all over the field. They put him at quarterback just to get the ball in his hands and let him do things because, you know, when he does things, other guys, most of the other guys on the field can't do those things. Mm-hmm. And so that usually works out well for Laurel Highlands. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a lot of interest. And like you said, I mean, I think he's going to have some interesting decisions to make down the road about whether he's going to be a basketball player or whether he's going to be a football player, right? Um, yeah. That's a big choice to make, and, and, he, and he'll probably very well try to do both, which is yeah. a difficult thing to do. But um, especially very college. explosive player, very explosive player. If you want to get out and see a guy who's going to be, you know, probably one of the most desired players in Pennsylvania in that in, in that twenty twenty three class, right? Yeah. Maybe. Sometimes the classes run together on me, man. Yeah. Thirty eight. I'm getting to be an old man. No, no, you're good. He's in the 23 class. But, yeah, we couldn't go through this episode without mentioning him. You know, he's one of the top mm-hmm. standouts in the state in both sports. Um, but I want to talk about last week's guest, Lamont Payne from Chartier Valley High School. Yeah. You know, Lamont, for those who recall, is 6'1", 170, cornerback um, out of Chartier Valley, three-star athlete on 24-7 sports, has trained with uh, our, what, third-week episode guest, Dwayne Brown out of Pittsburgh. You know, he committed to playing at Penn State during a, a whiteout game against Auburn. You know, talk to us about Lamont. You know, Lamont uh, is a guy I think we've mentioned probably again on all five podcasts. And, and it's really, it's really because again, he's a guy when I turned on his film, um, you know, he just jumped off at me because again, yeah. you know, like the way, like you said, D Brown said it, when you get a corner at that size, with that physicality, who can use his hands like he can and then run and cover too. That's a guy who is different and, yeah. and he's, and, and he's, you know, he can be elite. So I think he's another guy right up there with Keon Wiley, who mm-hmm. Penn State has gotten, who, while he may have the star rankings now, maybe he didn't not so long ago. Um, and and I think because of that, people maybe haven't talked about him as much as they should have. Um, but I think those two are going to be excellent pickups for Penn State. Um, and again, we, we talk, we've probably talked about him on every podcast for a reason, because he's a guy who, who has a chance to really be a special player. Penn State maybe beyond. Um, and Tamir Robinson, too. That's another guy. Let's, 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 uh, we mentioned him almost every podcast oh, yeah, from this sure. year. We're going to get into him. My, my last thing on Lamont, you know, Lamont is right. just a humble beast. He's an underdog. You know, he can open his hips with the receivers and he, he backpedals very comfortably. But transitioning on to Tamir Robinson, I mean, out of Brashear High School, class of 23, linebacker and safety, 6'4", 210 pounds, four-star recruit. I mean, you know, the question with him, like you said, is where is he going to end up? Because he has offers from almost every juggernaut powerhouse school in the nation, including Penn State, Ohio, Michigan, Notre Dame. You know, he joined, I, I read somewhere he joined the football team a few weeks before the season even started so it's still relatively new to him well last yeah so he's only like this is only like a second year of football i believe mm-hmm. um which we talked with d brown a little bit about but you said what six four two ten i think yeah. is what we're, we're saying and, I, and so you look at that and you say you know he was about that size last season and he played safe mm-hmm. and he could run cover you know with the best of them yeah. Um, he's a very long, very athletic guy who, you know, at six four two ten, you just don't see a lot of safeties that size. He will be, I believe, a linebacker. But, you know, there's also, like D. Brown told us when he came on here, they've also been working with him on his pass rush skills a little bit mm-hmm. too. Um, so uh, it, would it surprise me to see this kid end up being 6'4", 250 pounds, you know, in college? I can see it. Right? I can right? see it. You know, yeah. because you're talking about a guy who, again, is only in the second year playing football mm-hmm. at Brashear. Um He's played other sports. When they put him in that college weightlifting program, he's gonna, you know, at an, he's gonna end up at an elite program. Yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna put on really, you know, really good muscle. 
So it wouldn't even shock me to see him at defensive end or as yeah. an edge outside guy. And I think he's a special guy. That, you know, if you're in that area, you want to get out and see somebody on a Friday night, he's he's a guy that's definitely – you might be telling people, you know, five, six years from now, hey, I watched that guy play in high school. Yeah, for sure. With the right nutrition meal plan and, you know, weightlifting program, he's definitely going to turn into a monster. But I feel like he's already that. He just has a lot of – he has some growing and, and room for development. But let's, you want to move into some of the, the local talent in the area that people don't really talk about? Yeah. I mean, let's so, talk about – So we're, you know, we're in Harrisburg, and we talk so much about these statewide guys, but we have some great talent sort of right here in central Pennsylvania, right, Nebby? For sure. I mean, first off, I want to talk about Makai Flowers. You know, won a state title with Steel High before he transferred off to CD East High School. He brought the new year in right by trans, uh, committing to Penn State on New Year's. Um, you know, he's a four-star recruit, safety and wide receiver. He's usually the best uh, athlete on the field by a wide margin. You know, changes directions well. He's tough for defenders to get a, you know, clean shot in space. What do you feel about Makai? Uh, you know, Makai is a confident guy. Um, he believes he can get it done. And you know what? In the crunch, a lot of times he does. Um, he's come through for his teams. And, and uh, you know, there's something to be said for that. Guys have that knack, that ability to step up. I think he's probably going to be a safe. I think he went out to the open and he did really well there. But I know he plays some receiver, too. He does. Um, and he can get it done there, too. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see where. He's another guy where, like, you look at it, you see all the tools. You see the size, you see the frame. I remember, you know, he had his first offer, Nebby. We went out and did a story before he ever played a varsity now. Mm. And when he, when he was at Steel High, Coach Andrew Irby told me, he said, look, I think this is a kid who could even be like a linebacker someday. Mm-hmm. He could do that. You know, he could grow into that. But I think you're probably looking at maybe a skill position guy, safety. He could even be like a nickelbacker guy too, maybe like a Keenan Nelson before it's over. But definitely a guy who's going to make some big-time plays and big-time situations if you want to get out. And CD East is having a – they're off the 4-1 after not winning the game last year and just, just beat the heck out of State College. So they got some ballers. I've seen that. When I look at Makai Flowers and his film, I see someone who just possesses a high knowledge for the game, like his field awareness – you know, he has excellent body control. He's agile and athletic, has speed and burst. I mean, the kid just, he, he sees the game from a different aspect that not a lot of athletes can comprehend at his age. You get what I'm saying? So definitely a talent to watch and can't wait to see what CD East does for the remainder of the season. But, you know, let's let's go into Anthony Smith, somebody we talked about a couple times on this podcast. You know, the kid is six seven, what, 270 pounds, a Minnesota commit, three-star athlete, and just, like I said before, a man amongst boys on the field. How do you feel about him? So, you know, again, if you want to see a, a guy who maybe, you know, has the type of upside where five, six years from now you're telling people, hey, I saw that guy play in high school. Mm-hmm. Here's here's one. And, and here's why. Because, again, we talk we always talk about guys who are different. And you don't see guys who are 6'7", and 250, 260, who are dunking basketballs and shattering backboards during summer games, summer league games. And you don't see them running the football and scoring touchdowns in high school. You usually see them, those guys up on the line mm-hmm. and just staying on the line, which he, you know, he's a, he's a heck of a defensive lineman too. Yeah. And you don't see them running down the field and catching the ball either. And he does that for, for them. That's too. So yeah. Just, just a different body type and a different level of athleticism. Um, so I definitely, you know, he's a guy that you would want to circle because again, you may be telling people, Five or six years from now, I saw that guy playing high school. Yeah, he played basketball, like you said, and even does, you know, shot putting discus and track and field. Um, but I want to talk about, again, one of the guys that's not really talked about so much in this area. He goes to Calico High School, Ryan Brubaker. I mean, he, he does wonders on the O-line for his team. You know, 6'6", 280 pounds, four-star recruit. I think he's playing at South Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Talk to us about yeah. him. He's a Gamecock commit, and his dad, Jeff, was actually a Penn State guy. And he mm. had a Penn State offer. 
so he's kind of bucking the trend there but he's a little bit of a different cat too so you know we did a story with him and i talked to him and um you know ryan's, ryan's an independent thinker you know and and he's he's a little different and and to tell you too he's he's a competitive swimmer and he's pretty good hmm. and that's one of the things that you don't see that with six six 280 pound guy. He's a guy. He's a swimmer. Okay. Um, and he's a guy who two years ago was 240 pounds and six, four. And he hit that growth spurt and he combined that with his athleticism and his unique ability. And he really took off. So he's a guy, if you want to see a guy who is still ascending to and has some good high upside, Mm -hmm. is going to go play in the SEC. You know, Alec Calico, Ron Brubaker is a guy you, you might want to check out. Here's another local guy I feel like people should check out. He's a wide receiver out of Mannheim Township High School. Anthony Ivey, standing at six foot, 190 pounds, four-star recruit. Uh, he's committed to Penn State, if I'm not mistaken, but had offers from Kent State, Auburn, Arizona. You know, uh, he just releases well off the line. He tracks the ball well. He has quickness. How do you feel about him? He's a good route runner, and the thing that he has that, you know, nobody – you can't teach is the speed. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the guy can really pick him up, put him down. He can run by guys. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what I think a lot of teams are seeing. You combine that with the route running, you get a guy who could potentially be, you know, a big, big play threat at the next level. So Anthony Ivey's definitely a guy that, you know, I would check out if, if I was in the neighborhood on a Friday night. Yeah, and township was playing. Next up, we have the stud himself. I mean, he changed the narrative for Central York. He was our first week episode guest. Uh, Bo Perbilla out of Central York High School, three-star recruit, standing at 6'2", 215 pounds. Pretty big for a high school quarterback. You know, he's a Penn State commit, and he led Central York to the state championship last season. So talk to us about Bo, man. They lost to uh, St. Joe's Prep, mm-hmm. but they did get there. Yeah. Um, and uh, – Bo, man, you know, Bo's a guy who, as a freshman, and I said this when he was on there, we ranked him as an athlete because he was playing safety and wide receiver. His brother, Cade, was the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Cade's now at Delaware. But Bo was out there running around. You know, he's a four, five, four, six guy at quarterback. He was out there running around safety and wide receiver as a freshman, making plays. And I really think that if quarterback was not to work out for him at the next level, he could be a wide receiver or safety if he wanted to be. But with some of the things teams are doing now, spreading things out, looking for those mobile quarterbacks too, I'm going to be very interested to see what he can do at the next level. So if you want to see a guy who can do it with his arm, do it with his legs, um, that's a ticket you'll want to buy to go see Central York this season. I want to transition into a couple of Harrisburg High School's at Athletes. Um, I actually got a chance to go out to the game last Saturday. Coach Smallwood uh, was uh, commentating, but it was it was it was a great game to watch. They beat Carlisle thirty four to fourteen. Let's talk about Kyle Williams, man. I mean, he was all over the field, running, receiving. I think he scored twice. Talk to me about how you feel about Kyle. Yes, I think in the mid pen we got some guys who are still sort of. Um who can get it done at the next level, who maybe don't have offers and who are, are putting together really nice, at least putting together really nice high school football seasons and exciting to watch. Kyle's one of them. He's very versatile. He's been a wide receiver, you know, up until now his junior season. Um, Harrisburg has put him in the backfield so they can get him the ball more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he's been back there with Makai Hopkins. And wow. some things. But he's also, he's also got like 28, 29, 30 catches maybe on the season. Uh, I think it's 28 receptions on the season. So he's still catching the football. That skill set's still there. I think he's probably a, a, a wide receiver in the next level. I think he's so. A guy, he's a guy who's who's making plays for, you know, for Harrisburg and, and definitely a fun guy to watch. When I watched Kyle, it was it was crazy because even at times when he wasn't, when it seemed as if he wasn't, you know, going at his maximum potential, he still shined. He was still confident. He has this 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 swagger about him where he's just that, you know, he knows he's that guy on the field, but even his teammate, Justin Cook, I mean, you know, he plays with such pride. 
with Cougar pride. And I think he's leading the mid pen right now, if I'm not mistaken, in interceptions. He has about four interceptions on the season. You know, he picked one off against uh, Hargrove when they played Carlisle. So how do you feel about him? He's a he's a guy who's really kind of come on the scene and starting to make a name for himself this season. I think he returned a kick for a touchdown, too, I think, against Manham Township, yeah. if I'm correct. But he's a guy that's definitely like, you know, you're going to want to watch him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, to be a young guy who's had to step in and really produce for Harrisburg, um, again, four interceptions. He seems to show up in the box score uh, with a pick or a big play every week. Um, so he's definitely one I would watch. For sure. That's that's all I have for right now. Anyone else you want to talk about, Brian? Terrell Reynolds, man. Let's mention Terrell Reynolds real quick. You know, um, a guy who I think is about 6'2", 235, um, playing out on the edge for Harrisburg. Um, he really comes off that edge hard. He's got like nine sacks already this season. He's a guy to pile in Richland game. It seemed like every other play they were saying Terrell Reynolds, Terrell Reynolds, Terrell Reynolds. And Harrisburg was down in that game, and they probably would not have won had he not come on like he did on the defensive side for them in that game. Um, so he's a guy, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think he has a lot of offers. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think he has a lot of looks, but I don't he's, think he's he a guy that you'll want to watch. Yeah, I don't think he has many yet either, but I'm glad you mentioned Terrell Reynolds because that brought me up to Anthony Day. I mean, you know, the kid has almost 50 tackles on the season. Um, eight for loss. He has a sack, um, interception return for a touchdown, even forced to, f- I mean, uh, he recovered a fumble as well. So I feel like they have a lot of defensive guys and are stacked on that team and still have room for growth, you know? Yep. Yeah. Who we got next? That's, uh, that's everyone I had. So, for anyone else, let's talk. Play? Uh, let's talk a bit more about CDE. CDE has a couple of guys. Um, you know, Terrence Jackson caught me, caught me. I, I'm probably not saying his last name right. Um, has slid in. He was a wide receiver. Tony Powell got hurt. Big arm quarterback who transferred in from Middletown, 6'4, 215 kid. He got hurt. So Terrence slides in, and man, you're watching. He's a little bit of Lamar Jackson to him. I don't think he's a quarterback at the next level, but he's an athlete and he makes things happen. Um, you know, he's a guy that I think has been fun to watch. I think Tony Powell will come back at some point. I don't know how they're going to handle that mm-hmm. because Terrence has been exceptional at quarterback and, and it's part of the reason why they're 4-1. Um, their offensive line up front for CDs has been really good too. Um, Cam Livingston is an undersized guard. He's really killing it for them. Andre Howerton, Mo Ali, we did a really good story on him and the things him and his brother's been through. Yeah. Um, and then another guy I wanted to mention from the mid-pen real quick is Jonte Morris over at Cedar Cliff. Oh, yeah. Kid blew his knee yeah. first game last season. Mm-hmm. Um, he's back. You no, know, he's what? Well, yeah, he's well on track. I think to get. Uh, I think he's over 700 yards rushing right here at the mid at the mid midpoint, and he plays corner too. He plays corner, um, and, I, and he's showing a burst again this season. I'm seeing that on film, a burst from him. So, I first spoke with Jonte uh, for the first time. Um, right before the first week of the football season, they had a scrimmage against East Pennsboro, and he just stood out on the field, both on offense and defense. And when I spoke to him about, you know, coming back from his knee injury, he just said, man, I have a statement to make this year, and I'm ready to get back on the field. And I feel like he's done that thus far. Two other kids I want to mention that have a statewide who are probably a little bit underrated right now with recruiters. Um, out of Central Valley, you know, they're, they're state champions. they got a running back, Landon Alexander. Um, I don't think he has a ton of offers right now. He's probably not, you know, out of paths and stuff. He's probably not going to run that high 40 time that schools are looking for. Um, that may be what's holding him back. But, man, he gets it done. Every week, his name is, is – we do this top performances from around PA, and the kid's an excellent ball carrier. So I think somebody's going to end up with a steal there. And then one of my favorite guys to watch on film, Nebby, is Devin Whitlock out of Melbourne. Yeah. He's playing quarterback for him. Devin is not a big guy. Right. It, you know, it, that's to put it mildly. He's just not a big guy. You know, he's a mighty might. Mm. Um and if he was bigger, he'd probably have a bunch of schools on board with him. Um, but his his film is some of the most fun to watch. Uh, you know, he's spinning, he's jumping, he's 
He's, he's, he's running by guys. He's running around. I mean, just duking them out their shoes. Um, and, and Bill Vernon's got a really good season going there. He just beat Thomas Jefferson. So uh, that, that was a big game out yeah. west. So he's a definitely a guy that, you know, um, I don't know where, I don't know where, where the upside, you know, I don't know where he's going to end up. Um, but man, if you want to just watch and have fun watching a high school football player, he's a guy that, you know, I would say on Friday night, I would definitely be buying a ticket to watch him as well. Great. Man, we covered a lot of athletes on this episode. We talked about a lot of guys, man. <laughs> we did. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like, you know, these guys are this is like we said, folks, this is halfway through the season. We still have a whole another half to go. And I'm excited to see as everyone places for the, the playoffs and everything like that, how everything's going to turn out. So what do you what do you think, Brian? I mean, it's the tip of the iceberg. You know, we, we've only covered a handful of guys here that, that, that you know, people are going to want to get out and see. Right. We wanted mm-hmm. to we talked about this midway point of the season. Let's tell some people, OK, if you haven't gotten out and seen these guys, you're going to want to see them or at least, you know, give these guys some love for what they've done so far this season. Um, definitely worth checking those guys out. But um, we got another half to go. There are going to be more guys who, who who are just starting to pick it up now. You know, some young guys and stuff who they're at the midway point and they're ready for the turn on the second half, get it going. So I'm, I'm excited, man, to see how it goes. Um, I'm excited to see how these guys we just talked about finish out the season. Yeah, I am too. Everyone stay tuned for the upcoming weeks and who will have – up next as a special guest on our episode. Make sure you subscribe to penlive.com for all of our exclusive content and follow our Twitter handles at sportsbybblender and underscore nebby underscore. Thank you for tuning in. All right, guys.